Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning. Are you ready to fan the flames with me this morning? This is Dr. Kathleen Kavorik, and I'm joining you from the Terra Sancta Retreat Center here in Rapid City, South Dakota, in the beautiful Black Hills. I have to share with you, as I came over, um, as I came over the hillside and uh, drove down toward Terra Sancta this morning, the it had been dark, and the light just kind of shone through the clouds and it highlighted our beautiful chapel here and the amazing cross on top. So I felt like it was a sign that we're going to have an awesome program today. Um, So today on Real Presence Live, I have two really fantastic guests who are going to be fanning the flames of the Holy Spirit with us as we go today into the heart of prophecy. Heather Caro, who's our program director for Real Presence Radio, will be my first guest as we spend the next hour growing in the prophetic gifts. Then Bishop Stephen Beegler from the Diocese of Cheyenne, Wyoming, will be joining us in the second hour as we look at gifting for the call and mission. And we'll end this segment um, as a trio discussing some of the ins and outs of operating in the gift of prophecy. So we've got a great show for you today, and I hope you can stay with us for... um, for two hours. That would be wonderful. So as we uh, get started today, and I have to laugh and tell you, Eli, who is running our show in North Dakota, he just put on um, the Olympic music for Heather and I as we got ready to uh, join you this morning. So we're all kind of jazzed as we begin. So I'd like, um, without further ado, to introduce Heather Caro to you. Heather is joining us from Sioux Falls. Good morning, Heather. Good morning. Thanks for having me. It's wonderful to actually to have you here again. Uh, Heather and I were both involved in the Men in Black event here in Rapid City on Monday, where the priests of our diocese um, and priests of all ages, the younger ones mm-hmm. and a few, a few who were sweating profusely, um, had just gotten done with a triple bypass. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We were we were all worried about Father Mark and praying intently. That is for sure. <laughs> um, yes, the priests played the high school senior boys at St. Thomas More, and it was quite the game, I have to say. And, and I know you, you listeners, those of you who didn't get to see Men in Black, um, the priests actually won that game. It was kind of close at the end. We were wondering, but they, they did an amazing job. It was a ton of fun, and the crowd was just so energetic and excited. And I have to say this to the priest, Kathy, before we move off this topic. There were no shenanigans. Well, Heather, you've seen it many years, so you've seen some shenanigans in the past. Yeah, the refs would call improper (laughs) things so the priest could win. So they would, like, rig it. 
And yes, for the last yes. couple of years, they haven't been rigging it. So the police won outright. Yes, they, they did. They I won fair and square. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yes, yes. Well, I love it, too. Um, this week, the timing of our show just seems totally um, seems totally perfect because we just celebrated the presentation where we saw um, Simeon and Anna, um, you know, and, and there aren't that many places in scripture that it talks about prophetesses. So it does say that Anna was a prophetess and um, they, they are two prophets who get to see the fulfillment of a lifetime as uh, Mary and Joseph bring Jesus into the temple to present him. So I just thought that that was a just kind of a wonderful bookend to to our show today as we look at um, this gift of prophecy that we're going to be discussing today. Um, Heather, I would love to have us talk a little bit about our connection. Okay. You know, I, I think probably I knew Heather as a little girl because I knew her mom, <laughs> Linda, and saw them around church all the time. Mm-hmm. But... but Linda, you and I reconnected um, when you actually called me in my role as interviewer for Catherine of Siena Institute, and I did an interview with you when you were doing their called and gifted program, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, it's a... Sorry. Yes. Our uh, boss at the time, Steve Splunskowski, who many of our RPR listeners know, um, thought it would be a good idea for the staff to all take the quiz through Catherine of Siena and then do the Calden Gifted to find out our charism. And so this was like a work assignment, and it was fantastic. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I know from an interviewer perspective, and, and listeners, I'm not going to reveal anything from that interview. And, and basically, when I, do, when I do that sort of work where the Holy Spirit's really moving, I often actually don't remember, which is really mm-hmm. an interesting part of the equation. But mm-hmm. Heather, one of your gifts that did really shine bright was the gift of wisdom. And we're mm. going to be talking about that in more detail today. Um, really fun that, Heather, you, you can share with our listeners, you know, how you grew in that gift of wisdom. That will really be awesome. Yeah. And then, from my perspective, when I applied for the job as Listener Relationship Coordinator with Real Presence Radio, um, it's interesting, Heather, I don't even think I've told you this, I reconnected with you by listening to one of your programs when you were when you were newly the program director and you were on sharing what some of your priorities were. And mm-hmm. again, I haven't shared this with you, but uh, your, the, the part where you really talked about um, your love of the Holy Spirit and wanting to bring out more of that on the radio mm-hmm. was something that inspired me and made me think, well, this will be a good fit if I do get the position. So here we are. Here we are. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> yes, indeed. I love, it. I, I love do, it. I do too. I love that. So Heather, do you want to share with our listeners? I know a lot of them know you in your role as program director and because you have been on hosting many a time. Um, mm-hmm. But, as, as the two of us talked in that trip we did to North Dakota together, uh, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was really interesting to hear um, about your 
background in design. <laughs> yeah. That surprised yeah, I, me. <laughs> well, I know. I, I could go a lot of places, but... <laughs> Yeah, I just I, I have my bachelor's degrees actually in interior design. I absolutely love creating and being creative and helping people. Um, and I always found that their dwelling place is a really important place. It's where we can find happiness and peace and comfort. And so I was really intrigued on being an interior designer, but it didn't last. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as I was praying, and Heather was supposed to be on our last show and got sick, so she wasn't able to join us. Yeah. As, as I was praying before that program, I was reflecting on your background in design, and I thought, uh, you know, I think the Lord brought it to mind. You know, you were a designer mm-hmm. of physical spaces, and yet he yeah. took that natural talent that he gave you And I think that you've become a designer of spiritual spaces as you put together the programming. Yeah, I think I I think it's a good one to think about for sure. But that's what really struck me profoundly is how you are a designer now on a whole different plane. And Mm -hmm. you know, our physical spaces are certainly important, but I I love the plane you're designing on now. Well, and I love it, too, because it still lets me be creative and think outside the box and just follow, kind of be radical and just follow where God wants us to go, you know, as a planning team. So it's really, you never know what he's going to bring forward. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? It mm-hmm. makes, <laughs> makes life interesting. When I'm always astounded when people think the spiritual life is boring, you know, like, it's like the greatest <laughs> adventure ever. You never know what's going to happen. He's so creative. That's what's scary. <laughs> yes. Yes, he Ooh, is so creative. Yes, yes. Well, just the fact that you allowed me to put this program together, you know, when mm-hmm. I was really fairly new on staff, I'll tell you, that felt like a blessing <laughs> to me. It really did. Yeah. And, and of course, we hope it's a blessing to all you listeners out there as, as we fan the flames on our first Fridays. Um, it's, it's fun. And then, Heather, you next went to, you worked for Lamb Radio, right? Yeah, so Lamb Radio was the first Catholic radio station here in the Sioux Falls Diocese. Uh, we, when I started, we had one station in Aberdeen, and then um, shortly after I started, we got our Sioux Falls signal. And then we got a low power signal, and so by the time I left Lamb Radio, um, there was just two of us, and we wore all the hats. So I got to dive into all aspects of running a radio station, um, maybe not so much the board part of it, but, <laughs> um, you know, just the technicalities of running an entire station. And then Real Presence Radio um, bought us up. And that was like one of the most exciting days that Brett and I had in our work because it was a real challenge and struggle to run a station with just two people and then a board of directors. Um, it was exhausting, but it was a, a work of passion. And so then when Real Presence Radio came along and they actually had staff, <laughs> they had somebody, they had staff that did these things i don't have to do it all you know it was the best day absolutely the best day and i've loved 
being with part of the group ever since. It's been such a blessing. Yes, well, and I know that you have been a huge blessing to the whole group. I you... try. <laughs> I try, I try. Yes, that, that's what we do. <laughs> we put our best effort in every day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know, it's so freeing that that is what we do. We put our best effort in and then we, mm. we put our, we surrender and we put our trust in the Lord. And yeah. he does those surprising things, um, which is really wonderful, which we'll talk about more today. Mm-hmm. Anything anything else you want to add as, as you give a little snapshot of yourself to the listeners? Um, well, I can't forget my daughter, you know. Yes, yes. And my mother. People who know <laughs> me know one or the other. <laughs> my daughter both. Is out, yeah. My daughter's out at Black Hill State. She's a freshman and makes this mom nervous. She's my one and only. So prayers for Celia Jane as as she's out in Black Hill State for the, her first year. And then my mother, um, many of you know Linda Baldwin from the Diocese of Rapid City, and she's now been out here in the Sioux Falls area and runs the Catholic bookstore, The Mustard Seed. So, yeah, life is full. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it is. And, and you have a wonderful mother and a wonderful daughter. I'm, I'm well, privileged to know both of them. Yeah, that is I've been blessed. Yes, yes. Well, thanks, Heather. You know, I just realized, and I don't want to leave it out, I like to bookend our program in prayer. And I forgot our opening prayer. So I'm going to just take... Yes, I'm going to take this opportunity. Um, What I'd like to share with you all as we begin today in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit is um, the prayer of Zechariah. And as I was copying this off so I could read it better, even though I do have it memorized, um, I actually, it was interesting to see the very first line of this that isn't part of the little prayer in the Magnificat. And it says, Then Zechariah, his father, filled with the Holy Spirit, prophesied, saying, and I'll read the prayer, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, for he has visited and brought redemption to his people. He has raised up a horn for our salvation within the house of David, his servant, even as he promised through the mouth of his holy prophets from of old, salvation from our enemies and from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our fathers and to be mindful of his holy covenant and of the oath he swore to Abraham, our father, and to grant us that, rescued from the hands of enemies, without fear, we might worship him in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, my child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give his people knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the daybreak from on high will visit us, to shine on those who sit in darkness and death's shadow, and to guide our feet into the path of peace. I just love that one. Amen. Yes, and so we will head into break here and stay with us here on Real Presence Live, and you will hear more about Heather Caro and her gift of wisdom. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com slash contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, the Executive Director of Riverview Place in Fargo. The blessing of our foundation built on faith and our sense of fellowship strengthens our sense of safety, security, and community. This is what the region has come to rely on at Riverview Place for the past 35 years. We'd love to have you join us. Call 701-237-4700 to set up a tour today or check us out at homeishere.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Hi, this is Kathleen Kavorik, and I'm here this morning with Heather Caro. And we're doing a deep dive into the gift of prophecy. So let's dive right in there. Um, I'd like to start, I I use a lot of resources from the Catherine of Siena Institute, and for those of you who aren't familiar with the Siena Institute, um, you can go to their website, which is simply siena.org. It's S-I-E-N-A dot org, and you can get um, a lot of their materials. They have wonderful programs that they do live, and that you can also do um, on live streaming now, so... Lots of ways for you to learn more about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Catherine of Siena Institute has a really good definition that I'd like to share with you up front about prophecy. Because I think prophecy can be kind of a mysterious gift that people don't understand very well. And yet our hope is by the end of this program today that we kind of demystify um, Mm -hmm. prophecy. Yeah. So... um, The definition is, prophecy empowers a Christian to be a channel of divine truth and wisdom by communicating a word or call of God to individuals or a group through inspired words or actions. I'm going to say that again. Prophecy empowers a Christian to be a channel of divine truth and wisdom by communicating a word or call of God to individuals or a group 
through inspired words or actions. Today, we're going to mainly focus on individual prophecy. We're not going to get into um, group prophetic because I think that's kind of a whole separate um, area to talk about. And I'd like to um, present to you an idea uh, that I read in a lot of the resources I read, not in all of them, but a number of the resources describe two branches of the prophetic. And we're going to look at both of them today. So one branch is the whole area of words of knowledge. And the other branch, uh, which Heather is well familiar with, is words of wisdom. <laughs> you didn't even know you were familiar with that until you did the interview, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Which, which I think is the wonderful part about looking deeply at our spiritual gifts is I think sometimes mm-hmm. we are unaware that the Holy Spirit has gifted us, and, and then we don't operate in that, or we don't know we are, mm-hmm. and we well, miss and opportunities. Yes. Yeah, you and I chatted briefly about if everybody just honed in on their gift, wow, what a world it would be. Yes, yes. and, and Wow. It's also, you know, when, when I'm, I'm teaching the called and gifted program, it's also really freeing, don't you think, Heather, for people to also let go of the gifts that really aren't their gifts. I mean, so, you know, I know it sounds totally silly, but for me, I was able to let go of every time my church asked for us to bring trays of cookies. I didn't need to do that part because that really wasn't my gift. And I was forcing myself to make trays of cookies or feeling mm-hmm. guilty when I didn't make trays of cookies. But, yeah. you know, though that wasn't a primary gift um, of mine. So it, it's lovely to be able, you know, and I know that's a really simplistic example, but it's, it's nice to <laughs> let go of them. Yes, or maybe... Um, someone thinks they have a, a gift of leadership, but in reality, they really don't. You know, they're maybe better at administration. So it, it's nice to have that freedom, I think, as we learn more about our gifts. So okay. as we as we look at prophecy, it's really fun to think up, up front here also about what prophecy is useful for. And what I've seen, and Heather, chime in here with your experience, is um, very helpful in prayer groups. That's kind of where I personally first saw prophecy being used. Um, I do inner healing prayer with people. Uh, The Lord often uses a prophetic word there. Um, Counseling, spiritual direction, teaching, preaching, writing. Um, Those of you who are intercessors be used in intercessory prayer so just a lot of um a lot of areas kind of cuts across mm-hmm. well and i think too that it's really important to put in a disclaimer that because it does sound like we're going to start predicting ah, yes yes and to clarify that that's not at all what we're talking about right and that it is you know the church does teach this and that we have we have you have examples of how we're going to show that today, of how it's been in our face forever. Um, <laughs> but it's also being a tool for God. Yes. Yes. So yeah. I, my quote on the bottom of my email is, I am but a pencil in the hand of a writing God. 
And, and I, I've always loved that when I first saw that. I'm like, oh, that is a perfect one. And that's, that is interesting. And we'll, you know, talk more about that as we go along too. But that's the danger when, mm-hmm. um, you know, and in fact, I think the danger, I mean, the danger can be pride when someone has a certain mm-hmm. spiritual gift. Like, say you have the gift of healing. And people are healed, and then they run up to you, and they think you are this just absolutely amazing person, and they want to put you up on a pedestal. It's like, no, 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 no. No, it mm-hmm. is the Lord that is doing this, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a pencil in the hand of God. You know, we are Amen. vessels. Yes, yes. So really, really important. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely. Thank you for bringing that up. I, you know, as prophets, though, um, you know, as if, I shouldn't say, as, you know, as people who operate in the gift of prophecy, we end up being mouthpieces for the Lord. So it's, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing. I think, too, it's interesting to look at really the spirit of prophecy or, you know, what are the goals of prophecy. And we can find that in Scripture very clearly. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. In addition to eye exams for children and adults, Lumen Vision provides custom contact lens services for patients with keratoconus, severe dry eyes, and hard-to-fit prescriptions. These specialty contact lenses can be made for single vision, astigmatism, and multifocal prescriptions. For more information about Lumen Vision's contact lens services, our website is www.lumen.vision. Hi, I'm Father Chris Alar. In this world of suffering and pain today, we've all experienced some kind of loss, especially the death of a loved one. There's an opportunity for us to still help them, however, and I invite you to please visit our website, suicideandhope.com. If you have lost someone tragically, please enter their name. You do not have to put their full name. You can put initials or a first name or even a nickname. But I will personally pray for each and every person whose name is entered onto that website in memorial. I will also say a Mass every month for these people, imploring God's mercy upon the salvation of their soul. So there is no obligation, there is no cost. All we ask is that you bring your heart and the love that you have for your loved one to our site, list them there, and allow us to pray for them. Again, suicideandhope.com. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. 
At the University of Mary, we offer an education for the whole of life. Our values-based, flexible, and affordable education will prepare you for success and help you become a leader in your field. Whether you want to start your degree for the first time or continue your education, whether you are a working professional or want to pursue school full-time, join us for an education that will help you make a positive impact in our community. Discover the Mary difference. Umary.edu. That's umary.edu. God's blessings to all of you. My name is Father Chad Wilhelm, and I'm a priest of the Diocese of Fargo. And this year I celebrate 25 years of being a priest. And the joy, the great things that I love about the priesthood is the deep relationship that Jesus and I have as speaking heart to heart. He knows the depths of my heart, and he speaks to all of us in the depths of our heart. That's what I enjoy about being a priest, that I get to speak about Jesus, not just on Sundays, but every day of my life, and that I've given my life to Jesus and the church. What a wonderful grace and a gift that has been for me for 25 years, and to serve the good people of the Diocese of Fargo, but just to serve the church as a whole. May God continue to bless all of you as you listen to Real Presence Radio. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Hi, this is Dr. Kathleen Kavorik, and I'm here with Heather Caro from Sioux Falls, and we're talking about the gift of prophecy. So we were just talking about um, the kind of spirit of prophecy, the goal of prophecy, and one of the key things uh, that prophecy does is it is meant to both edify and uplift the person who is receiving the prophecy. So it can kind of actually choose as, uh, can serve as a spiritual battery recharge. So that is, that is one of the things as a litmus test you can tell if it is prophetic, if it is edifying. But the other part of that is that prophecy can also be used to bring course correction. And so sometimes we're deeply convicted when we receive a prophetic word. Have you seen that, Heather? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have I have nothing the Lord needs to convict me of. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got a great story for you a little later of that very thing, and it was a major turnaround conviction Ooh. sort of thing, yeah. So, so both of those need to be present. And I think overall the litmus test is, does that prophetic word does it draw the person closer to the lord it should deepen their intimacy it should be as if the person knows that they know that they know that the lord really sees them and knows them deeply Um, it's it's an amazing spiritual gift um I, I actually was at a conference in Oklahoma City a couple years ago, and this group that I was with, they do a session that's called ICU, like ICU, like intensive care unit. But the ICU stands for, for this group, they believe it's like 
I see you, like the Lord saying, Mm. I see you. And Mm -hmm. part of the process that they do is have you stay in quiet prayer and reflection. And a number of people pray for you. And those that get prophetic words, go and give them to the various people who are in that ICU session. So this was a group of people that I did not know at all. You know, it was brand Mm -hmm. new group. So they don't know me. And I received words that are, are still so very precious to me. And, and one was really kind of interesting, so I'll share it with you. Um, the, the woman saw, she saw this fun house, like, like at a carnival setting. But she saw, you know, those mirrors that are wavy that can make you look fat or thin? You know, mm-hmm. those great big ones. Well, she saw that mirror. And she said, the prophetic word said from the Lord through her, said that people would flock to me, come to me for healing of self-image. Well, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it, it blew my mind, and I thought, what, what can that mean? You know, at the time, I was planning a retreat ministry, and I was planning on... Um, uh, doing um, doing it around the Daniel Plan, which is a wonderful weight loss program um, that focuses on whole foods. And I had it all planned out. I had the retreat dates scheduled, and COVID came along. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. S.J. Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, S.J. Machine strives to understand and meet our customers' production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. S.J. Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through plan giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these planned gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our planned giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. 
This is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision specializes in pediatric eye care and vision therapy. We partner with a national infant eye exam program called Infant C, which provides eye exams for any baby under 12 months old. Many of the major childhood eye problems, such as lazy eyes, eye turns, and ocular diseases, can be detected in this early intervention exam. Infant C eye exams can be scheduled online at www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud supporter of babies everywhere and a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, Please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. So, Heather, to make a long story short, what what ended up happening was um, a cousin of mine called me. She said the Holy Spirit kept putting me kind of in front of her mind, and she started talking about uh, coaching this program she'd been doing called Optavia. And I thought, well, I have absolutely no interest in doing that because uh, I wanted to do my Daniel Plan program. And, right. and I was talking to her and holding the phone like out from my ear almost. And I got a nudge from the Lord, like, pay attention. Well, the next hmm. thing you know, I felt led to sign up for the program. I lost 30 pounds and I'm now an Optavia coach, which. Oh, wow. Um, and people are coming to me, which is amazing, even kind of without effort. So I actually kind of saw the fulfillment of that word, which was a fun one. Yeah. Wow. I, I love, too, though, and would like to look together with you at um, prophecy in the Scripture. Because I think sure. that we are, I, I think that um, there's way more prophetic there than than we think about. You know, I know personally... I have received scriptures over the years, like years ago when I was teaching in Spokane, uh, one of my former students gave me a little scripture that was from Proverbs 3, 5, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And that spoke deeply to my heart. So I know that was just a prophetic word from the Lord. And that's one that that keeps having meaning for me. Do you have Mm -hmm. some like that, that touch you deeply, Heather? Well, I can think of uh, lots of them, actually, but I'm thinking of one that happened with you and I. Yes, yes. Is it all right if I tell that one? Yes, yes, I love it. (laughs) So so we are um, at our staff retreat, and so our our staff gets together um, in Fargo, and we all drive in from all corners of our listening area, and we just like to gather together. 
um, as a team. We pray together as a team every morning, but it's, there's just something about being together. We had a holy hour, um, and to say that my life at that moment felt stressful and difficult would be the understatement of the year. <laughs> and I was uh, went to holy hour, and the holy hour seemed really long. And I don't yeah. know if you've ever experienced that. And you just keep for trying to refocus yourself. And I just was tired, period. Yeah. I was just tired. And so then I just ended up sitting in the Lord. And so we all go back to the offices and we're gathered around the staff table. And I'm standing there and I'm just burnt out. And you said, all of a sudden, and Mark was asking us if any of us had received anything during our holy hours of staff. And you read a scripture to me, Kathy, because, well, you to the team. Yes. Do you remember what it was? Yes, I do. I do. (laughs) It it, it was about, I don't have the scripture in front of me, but it was about feeling like a parched desert was was the words that... um, And that that not to worry because God will always give you what you need in in yes. those moments. And so you were like, I don't know why, but I just really, this one line just really has hit me, and I just feel like I need to share it. And you read it out loud, and of course, I start bawling. <laughs> because it was for you. <laughs> it was for me. You were describing how I was feeling that week, that day. I was just the parched land, and you were giving me a message from the Lord that he would replenish me and refresh me and renew me. And to hear that from somebody else was just so life-giving. Yes, yes. You gave me that. Afterwards, I gave you, I said, dude, that was for me. (laughs) And you gave me the sheet, and it still sits on my desk. I love that. I I, I remember tearing out that page in my Magnificat. (laughs) I knew it was for you. Yeah. And and yeah. I know I you know and and even it's wonderful prophecy works also because I pray into that for you, you know I see an mm-hmm. oasis ahead for you Heather, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's it's amazing how God can work through you know such a small thing and yet yeah it it shows you His loving touch, it's amazing that's so true well because yes. it is it was just like a gentle touch of you're going to be fine you know yes. just that fatherly love and you're just like okay i'll quit whining (laughs) yeah (laughs) or for a moment anyway (laughs) yes 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 no that's that's the amazing thing about prophecy small things Mm -hmm. large things and and they all are that touch from the lord for sure yeah absolutely I love to um, in First Corinthians fourteen. It it talks about um, really in essence. It says pursue love, but strive eagerly for the spiritual gifts. Above all, that you may prophesy. So really, Paul was saying that that we all should prophesy, which I think is interesting. You know that. Um, hmm. 
that he and and the whole the segment is entitled "Prophecy is Greater Than Tongues," and um, in, in that whole chapter fourteen, if listeners want to look that one up, it's very very powerful, and it's very powerful about. Um, about prophecy. In verse 24, it says, But if everyone is prophesying and an unbeliever or uninstructed person should come in, he will be convinced by everyone and judged by everyone, and the secrets of his heart will be disclosed, and so he will fall down and worship God, declaring, God is really in your midst. And, and that's another just powerful um, powerful aspect of prophecy is the way that it can touch people who maybe you know are far away from the Lord or maybe who've never known him um, that's it's a beautiful thing to see and Heather you were talking about how you liked also um, that scripture about Jesus and Nathaniel under the fig tree yeah yes well and it really came to life for me um, when I watched that scene in Chosen. I don't know if oh, you've yes. seen that yes, series. Yes, I have. I love but The just, Chosen. <laughs> I know. That scene of when Nathaniel is under that fig tree and he all of a sudden gets a message from the Lord that the Messiah is coming. And then when Jesus later on says, I saw you under that fig tree, because it was like an, a really emotional, I mean, when you read it in scripture, it just seems like, okay, he's sitting there, oh, Messiah's coming. And then, oh, I saw you under the picture. It seems very benign and very yes, bland. Yes, uh-huh. But the way they depicted it, it was so, like, intense, that that was an intense moment for Nathaniel. Yes. And then when Jesus saw him in that moment, so if you can imagine one of the worst moments of your life or frustration or happiness or whatever, just very intense emotions. And then Jesus coming to you and saying, hey, I remember seeing you. And you're like, wow, really? And so Nathaniel (laughs) got the word, you know, your Messiah is coming. And that was, and then it was confirmed by Jesus that, yes, here I am. And he just, from that moment on, Nathaniel's like, okay. Where do He's, we go, Jesus? I'm following yes. you. <laughs> yes, he is all in. Yeah. All in. You know, and yeah. I love his, I love Jesus' parting comment there. I mean, of course, he says, do you believe because I told told you that I saw you under the fig tree? And then he goes, you will see greater things than this. And, and Nathaniel certainly did, didn't he? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. That's amazing. You know, too, I look, uh, again, I look, Acts of the Apostles is full of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, full of um, people operating profoundly in all the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But I, I love, right after Pentecost, uh, Peter's whole speech is prophecy. It's amazing. And 3,000 people were converted that day. You know, so mm-hmm. if you can just imagine that scene, mm-hmm. um, amazing. You know, so... Well, uh, and I think what's important, too, Kathy, I'm sorry to interrupt you, is that no. the, the power that Peter had that day is still applicable today. Yes. We have the same power that Peter had today. Yes. Yes. And amen, sister. <laughs> <laughs> 
and and we we need to we need to own that power. Mm. You know, Christ said greater things that we would do. Are we doing mm-hmm. those greater things? You know, mm-hmm. or you know, are we just in our little comfort zone? So yeah, yeah, yeah it's it is it's really fun to think about. Really mm-hmm. fun to think about. Yeah, I I. Uh, you know, and, and sometimes it, it can be such small things. I, I think about a healing. I was doing some healing training years ago with a group that I, I didn't know this couple very well. They, uh, they minister in uh, Helena. And the night before I was going to their weekend retreat, I was working and trying to get stuff done because I was teaching at the time. And I usually corrected papers and did stuff on the weekends and was going to be away. So I had to get this all done the night before. Working late into the night where my laptop went kaflooey on me. And I ended up in, in those days on this long phone call with their tech support. And the problem, and, and I had to have been on the line for over a half hour waiting to get help. And as it turned out in that day, it was the disk needed to be defragged. And so that actually solved the problem, and I was able to get my work done. Well, the next day, yeah, toward the end of the day, I was receiving prayer from a couple of people in, that were leading the group. And Maggie, the woman who was praying for me, who's a real prayer warrior, uh, she said, um, she said, I don't know what this word means, but I keep getting the word defragmentation. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just cracked up. And the Lord took me way deeper into kind of a parallel between the computer and my life. And if I'm not doing frequent defragmentation, that you know, processing, going through, you know, where am I with the Lord? You know, now I do the examine daily. You know, so I needed to personally do a little bit of defragmentation, you know. So it was a a powerful experience. So, Heather, I want to shift a little bit more into your gift of wisdom because I think it's a really interesting branch of prophecy that I want our listeners to learn about. You were saying uh, when we were talking the other day that you, before you did the called and gifted interview, you didn't really think that much about having wisdom or didn't know Mm -mm. you had it or... Well, because when you first start talking about charisms, if you go to a group or take a class or a retreat like we did, they go through all of these possibilities. And your mind naturally is like, ooh, I think I'm that, I think I'm that, I think I'm that. You know, and wisdom was not even on the radar. Yeah. And wisdom wasn't even at the top of my match, if that makes sense. Yes. After I took the test, it wasn't at the top. But then when I talked to you and we had our... You know, I think it was like an hour-long discussion about charisms and my test. Wisdom just kept popping up to the very top over and over and over. And so then what I did is you pray with that and you live with that because it's not like black and white. It's not like, oh, I have wisdom. Okay, I will go <laughs> forth and do wisdom things. You know, no, it's like a process of... yes praying and really trying to figure out is that truly your charism and so it is a process and the more I pray into it and the more I'm aware of it the more I'm like yeah that's pretty obvious 
<laughs> yes, yes. I mean, you even can really look back and and see kind of early on that people would come yeah. to you, right, for, you know, what you now know yeah. is God's wisdom. Yes, yeah. Yeah, my whole life I've been the person that people come to and will just fill their heart to me and I'll just sit and listen and... As I was younger, I would just give advice, but as I've gotten older, I've learned to just pray about it as I'm hearing whatever it is. I pray about it, and this is even before I learned wisdom was my thing. Um, Just asking the Lord to give me the words and the advice that the person needs, because sometimes I would be listening to a, a situation that I'm just, like, really quite uncomfortable with and don't really know what to say, because... You don't want to give bad advice, and you don't want to overstep, and there's a lot of things that go into it, but it's like, I just have to, I always trust in the Lord that He's going to just let me know what that person needs to hear at that moment. Yes. And that I I don't need to fix it. That's the other thing. (laughs) Oh, you know what? That is a really good point, is that we kind of have to get our own stuff out of the way. And our yeah. desire. And and actually to leave those situations where we leave the person in God's most capable hands. Yeah. You know. I'm yes. not here to fix everything. I'm just here to give them what they need at the moment. Right. So, Heather, now I'm going to turn the tables a little bit. I. I want to share with the listeners, I had an amazing experience of Heather operating in the gift of wisdom when I was at our staff meetings in North Dakota. God, God was really good. He was, he yeah. was doing, he was doing a lot. He was doing a lot. Yeah. So, so, you know, Heather, if you remember, I, I came to you, I had, you know, I was just dealing with an issue that I had quite a bit mm-hmm. of angst about. And it was something that was kind of keeping me up at night a little bit. And, mm. you know, know, something troubling that I was not figuring out. I was trying to turn it over to the Lord, but I kept taking it back. And I didn't really have um, a direction of how I was going to go forward. So, Heather, I met with you, and I, my experience was amazing. It, it just felt to me like within a minute that, that, you know, that God's wisdom just flowed through you. And it cut through the angst I felt. Um, It gave me a direction to go. And Mm -hmm. I was left with deep peace. It was just, and and that has continued. And that has continued. So um, it's an amazing, yeah, it's an amazing gift to operate in. It really is. Well, and I think a lot of times, too, uh, when instances like that happen, I don't know they happened. (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes. It is, is 1,000% all God. It's just yes. being present, and I do my praying, and then I I don't really know the outcome of a lot of these things. You know what I mean? And it's yes. just trusting. Right. I don't know. I trusting. Don't know. Yes, yes, trusting uh, and turning it over. I love yeah. that. I love that. Yeah, and, and then, it's, it's not me. It's the Holy yes. Spirit. And, and you so know I that. always try to stay very humble about that. It's like, I'm not fancy. <laughs> yeah, that, that is key. Is. key. <laughs> yes, yes. I love that. You know, and, and that's just part that we grow in that gifting. 
you know, mm-hmm. to have more assurance because it is the Lord that is doing that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I myself, uh, the prophetic gifting the Lord has given me is different from yours, Heather. I mm-hmm. am, well, you know, and it took years before I even knew, you know, knew this terminology, but I am a seer prophet, meaning mm-hmm. I actually visually often see things that are for mm-hmm. others. And so it, You know, it can be just a little image, a little snippet, sometimes visions, sometimes dreams. Um, God God is funny. He speaks through everyday objects at times. Uh, There was one day I was actually just talking with a friend, and I saw three different trucks go by my big living room window, and I knew that I was to share it with her, and it had this special Mm. meaning for her. So it was just great. You know, so to me, it's just funny sometimes, too. The Lord has a great sense of humor. But I want... I wanted to share, I've shared this with you already, but I wanted to share mm-hmm. with our listeners um, how I grew in that gift because I was pretty clueless at first. And in fact, when I received the gift of prophecy, I thought it was like to be like an Old Testament kind of prophet. And I was I was actually super <laughs> fearful. It's like, no way yeah. do I want to do that. And of course, that's not at all what it's yeah. about. So early on in my own journey in the prophetic, I was doing um, some amazing um, training, um, healing training with a group called the Elijah House. And I highly re- recommend them. But um, they would... They would cover several topics in the day, and toward the end of the day, we would divide, we would go into our small groups, and and this was a three-week training, so we stayed with that same small group for all three weeks. Anyway, so one day, the teaching had been on the Father's love, and um, there was one woman in our group who felt she had never experienced her earthly father's love. So she was the one that we prayed for. We would always pray for whoever was kind of getting tweaked during the day. So, and I kind of stood back because I wasn't used to praying out loud or any of those things. And I let the experienced people in the group lead. Normally we would pray and the person would get something special from the Lord. So we prayed and she got nothing. We prayed and she got nothing. And I started to see what looked like the bottom rings of a rocking chair. So all I can say is we went back and forth, and finally, I just very tentatively said, and she was getting nothing, so I tentatively said, does a white rocking chair mean anything to you? And I also saw little patent leather shoes and white lace socks. Mm. She just, she dissolved in tears. She grew up in a big Catholic family, and her mother would get them dressed to go to Mass on Sunday, and she would go and jump in her father's arms, and he would walk in the rocking chair. And it cut through the lie of the enemy, um, Mm -hmm. you know, which told her she had never been loved by her earthly father. So, Wow, beautiful. Yeah, so prophecy is incredibly, incredibly important. So, listeners, please stay with us as uh, we we go to break here, but we will be back for the second hour with Bishop Stephen Beagler and Heather Caro, and we will learn more about this amazing gift of prophecy. 
So keep fanning the flames with us. This is Dr. Kathleen Kavori. 